These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The Premier visited flood-hit Maitland as waters begin to steady and recede right across New South Wales after the year's third flood crisis. Thousands of people have been left to pick up the pieces after waters inundated homes and businesses on the shores of Wollombi Creek and the Hunter River. River levels remain high across the Hunter, but the SES is confident the region is through the worst of it. We're being warned to continue to exercise caution as the clean-up begins and residents return home. Dominic Perrottet, speaking from Metford, said he's devastated by the situation. I had the opportunity this morning with Minister Cook uh, to fly above uh, Maitland and Singleton and Broke uh, and see uh, the extent of the damage uh, from above. Um, and the enormity of the challenge in front of us, not just for local communities, but for governments, uh, to make sure we get our communities back on track was not lost on them. Um, it's going to require, as it has in the past, a, a major effort. The Varroamite outbreak in Newcastle sparked concern the country's biosecurity system isn't up to scratch. New South Wales Farmers was raising the alarm foot and mouth or lumpy skin disease could make it through the cracks in border screening protocols. Biosecurity Chair Ian McColl said the government needs to take action today. There's been a number of calls for reforms over quite a long period of time and I think this is just bringing home to us that current system is not delivering what we need and we need to reassess resourcing at our borders, at our ports and uh, we're requesting that the federal government as a matter of urgency look at those. The Singleton Bypass Project is taking a major step forward with contractors invited to register their interest in finalising the design and building it. It's hoped the project will cut congestion and travel times for thousands of local and national travellers each day. The Albanese government was facing calls from the Hunter to reinstate pandemic leave payments after the program ended last week. Health Minister Mark Butler announced Labor would uphold the former government's decision to abolish the emergency sick leave. Hunter Workers Secretary Lee Shears said it's an important safety net. What we've seen right across the country um, was uh, mass exposures in the workplace. You know, poor workers were put into a position where you know, making a decision about putting food on the table and, um, and you know, hoping for the best and going to work unwell. The state government will spend more than $200,000 on a pair of video projects to help support victims and practitioners in Newcastle's justice system. The Newcastle Women's Domestic Violence Court Advocacy Service will receive $83,000 to create a video for victims explaining how to give evidence. Another $125,000 was allocated to a University of Newcastle project to help youth justice professionals understand trauma-related backgrounds. Attorney General Mark Speakman said it's important the process is as straightforward as possible for people in the courts. Commonly, youth who come into contact with the criminal justice system have had serious trauma in their lives. And this is a screening tool that will help professionals understand that trauma better. In particular, it's been developed with Aboriginal leadership using visual and narrative methods that are consistent with Aboriginal ways of knowing and doing to identify that prior trauma. To NURFM Sport. And in sport this week, Jacob Saifidi will make his origin debut in the decider at Suncorp Stadium on Wednesday, missing Newcastle's clash with Souths. Saifidi was named Newcastle's Player of the Year in 2021 and will follow the path of his twin brother Daniel, who has made several appearances in a Blues jersey. He'll replace Jordan McLean, who was withdrawn with an injured hamstring. 
New Zealand defender James McGarry crossed the pond to sign with the Jets. He's the third Wellington player Newcastle's managed to swing and the seventh that the Puppets has signed over the off-season. More signings are likely on the cards with three visa spots remaining for the side to fill. And Jessie Southwell will make her Commonwealth Games debut. The Cameron Park player was named in the Australian Women's Rugby 7 squad. And now you're up to date with the week's top stories from 2NURFM Hunter News.